What's up, everyone? Welcome. Welcome to Planet Xbox Weapon Wheel Edition, Episode 2. Uh, we're back here on a Saturday. I am your host, Best Bot Kids Move, with my co-host, Lord Attic, aka Gaming Attic, ILP. What is up? What's going on, guys? Uh, we, we have a, a pretty subtitle show about you. And we got a little... We we got a little we got a lot of Xbox and like a little little tiny splash of PlayStation for this because uh we know a lot of you want to hear about that. So. Yes, um yeah a lot a couple things happened uh uh this week you know we had the you know the highly anticipated showcase um which you know it came and went and you know the internet's been on fire ever since then but and, uh, and for all the wrong reasons for all the wrong reasons absolutely um. Before we get into the show, um, I do want to make sure I go over a question from um, uh, Patreon last week. Remember, Plant Xbox uh, is now, you know, a part of uh, the Weapon Wheel Patreon. Um, please subscribe, join, you get exclusive first access to the podcast along with Weapon Wheel After Dark. And there you can ask your questions that we will answer um, each uh, week. And uh, this time around, I think we got a question that came in late um, last week, I believe. Give me uh, just one quick second. I, th I think this might have came from... Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I have to get to these... Uh... You slacking, Smooth. I forgot where he... Uh... I just had oh there we go there we go there we go there we go all right it came from hustle and motivate uh the question is well it, he says great to see you and attic as a duel you guys are awesome my question is what xbox franchise would you recommend to a casual gamer like myself keep up the great work y'all what would you recommend Attic? Uh, i'd probably say gears I, th I feel like gears has a story that's easy for most people to uh you know relate to and get close to i feel like they have a lot of good ups and downs w what i like about stories that they're not scared to kill people i feel like there's too much we put our people in the most crazy situation and they always come out on top and and gears generally feels like a war like like at any time they would kill people that you love and you know i i feel like gears is a good one because i feel like halo is good too like microsoft's got a decent amount of like casual friendly games but i feel like there's a lot of skill gap when it comes to halo and, and gears but as far as like a single player those are probably the games that's easiest for a casual to jump into um so now hustle he says a casual gamer like himself so i don't know if this is a question for for him or he's just in speaking in general because i know um Hustle generally plays Gears of War. He's no, he's he's no stranger to Gears of War. So the, Gears of War is um, it's like is a nice one, but I don't consider Gears a casual game because like I would consider the single player casual, not the multiplayer. Okay, I'm about to say because that multiplayer there's a skill gap to the point because I can only last so long on Gears of War multiplayer before it becomes unplayable to me. And not saying that it's bad to the point where I can't really. You know, have like after a while, I stop having fun with it. I once I hit to a certain level in rank, I stop having fun with it because I'm not as good as that next tier 
of Gears of War players because uh, it's brutal. Um, I, I I still haven't mastered the the little wall bounce jump in wall bounce shotgun um, fight. It just it just never happens. It's like my hands on it. I just stop like zooming in. I just hit fire, hit fire, and hopefully somebody just lands into my firing range. Whereas uh, a, 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 a like a, a one hit kill, otherwise, or, or you do what you you did when uh, I think it was hard at you play where you didn't even cover you guys, literally <laughs> you was just shooting out of cover like in a cover shooter <laughs> you was shooting out of cover. Yeah, so yeah, and Gears is will always be one of my favorite games. Um, so for if I'm gonna answer this question for Hustle, um, to a casual. Personally, I just want to play, uh, you know, games, but want to play on Xbox. And if it had to be an Xbox-based game, I actually, I think, realistically, uh, no, no, I think Sea of Thieves requires skill. Yeah, and yeah. some sort of uh, you have to have some sort of knowledge, some common sense. And I think uh, you have to have a friend that actually knows yeah. the game able to really captivate on it i think halo is more social than gears because you don't have to there's a lot you can do in halo without you know feeling like you're actually you know what we we looking at this all the wrong way their most casual game is minecraft by far yeah but okay okay but I don't like Minecraft whatsoever. I hate it. I would never that, recommend that's Rocket League the wrong way. I would never recommend really Rocket We want to play. Yeah, he yeah. Said, I, I'm gonna go, go. easy. Uh, it's still gonna be one of the big three. It's gonna be Forza Horizon series. Any of the Forza Horizon games, probably the easiest game to get into. They're pretty. Uh, they have good music. Uh, the graphics are good. The gameplay is fun. And yeah, you, you can't go wrong. You like you can play competitively, or you can just literally play by yourself and still have hours of, upon hours of content um, to explore. So Forza Horizon for sure would be my uh, recommendation. Uh, man, question for you, Attic, man. I haven't been playing a lot of games lately. Um, and um, I'm not exactly sure why. Um, I'm trying to think of like some of the, the last game. I think the last game I completed was Ravenlock. Um, what have you been playing lately? Pretty much exclusively Zelda at this point. I've played so much Zelda, it's unreal. Um, I'm actually a little upset with Nintendo for uh, fixing the dupe glitch. <laughs> I, I understand that, you know, it was taking advantage and exploiting the system. Mm -hmm. But to me, the thing that makes uh, Tears of the Kingdom different than Breath of the Wild is like the building. And you need those you need those cells to do it. And what I liked about the duping is I could dupe the material that I can just summon more like something else and, and fly it around or something. And now that that's gone, I got to grind the material. It's kind of like Zodiac stones or something like that. Uh, and I got to grind that material to summon, you know, machines to fly around and do stuff with. And I just don't like that. It's just like that dupe glitch wasn't hurting no one. It's like they're like one of the only studios I've ever known in a single player experience game mm -hmm. like that to fix something that's not bothering anyone. Like you have to do things in a certain way to dupe stuff. So it's like you you you've anything actually probably just hurt your game more than help it cuz I'm going to be real with you. I'm it's taking a lot in me to even play the game anymore. 
Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's it, it's just like I, I was upgrading the deity armor, mm -hmm. and, and I'm sitting here, and you got to sit on these dragons, mm -hmm. uh, or you got to search them out. And after you get one, I just dupe the rest. I can give a fuck. I was I'm just duping. But now they're getting me to the point where I got to sit on these dragons. Sure, I here's here's here I here's how I look about when it comes to exploiting something. Yep. If the only thing that is saving me is time, I'm a hundred percent down to exploit it. If the only if I'm not if I made like a weapon that's not in the game from exploits, that's different. But if I'm just saving me time and I'm not and I actually go grind some of these parts, because all that's doing is what I gotta wait for a blood moon. Then I gotta go kill them. Like that's the only thing they're doing is saving me time. So why does Nintendo care that I might not play your game for five hundred hours when you already got my money? I mean that's that's fair. Um I don't understand the point if there's like the thing I don't understand about the point of fixing something like that is that it's not like an online based game. There's there's nothing to you know win or take advantage of of like against other players. Um it's essentially a time saver, right? Um I have hell if you if you're Ubisoft, Ubisoft charges you for time savers if they exist. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I, I I don't think it was a it's a now I'm not playing you know Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild, anything like that. But um, I can understand why you're upset. Single player game, it's a it's a pretty much a self serving uh, glitch, and I don't see why they would need to uh to to patch something like that out of the game. Uh, for me, I'm I'm very pro time savers. Like if you if 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 single if bloated single player games had uh, options to buy myself to reduce that time by just giving me gear uh, um, and upgrades available, I'd buy it straight up. Don't care. I'd buy it. I probably wouldn't buy it, but it's like they, there's so many duplicate glitches that's been in so many of these type of games that I couldn't tell you any one of them that fixed it. But anyway, we, we can move on from Zelda because uh, we, we, we got so much to talk about. All right, you made a video. Um, I'm going to say, I think earlier, la earlier this week or late last week about yeah, um, Xbox losing a bidding war to PlayStation over Square Enix games. Can you explain this? Because I find it hard to, I find it hard to believe that Xbox lost a bidding war. To, to PlayStation over Square Enix game. I don't necessarily think that Xbox lost anything. Mm -hmm. I think that when it was, it was like one of those situations where it's like, you know, we're, we're developing this game. What can you offer us? Um, Sony's offering us this mm -hmm. and we feel like we would sell less on your platform. And I think Sony was probably offering money for exclusivity. So it's mm -hmm. like, if, Place if Xbox with the you know the less what's the word I'm looking for uh, not the, the less install base mm -hmm. um, it, for the most part of uh, Xbox people don't really necessarily buy games in that genre as much as PlayStation install base. So if you're going to someone and you're saying, look, PlayStation's offered us X amount of money for timed exclusivity, uh, so you're going to have to either give us what they offered us on top of more to make it a multiplat which PlayStation is not going to give us that money unless you don't get it, which I don't know if that happened, or it's 
we're talking about timed exclusivity money. And since you want the game, it's going to have to be a timed exclusivity kind of thing. So either you pay double what PlayStation played, or we'll go give the money to PlayStation and still make money on top of what their install base does. Because you, you got to consider the fact that if Xbox... I don't think Xbox can just go to a studio and say, yo, we know you paid money. To We know PlayStation is trying to pay you money to keep this game off our platform. We're going to pay you that just to put it on our platform. Because then I feel like you're going to have a lot of incidences that you see now with with these Japanese games that I personally feel like is being held ransom to go on Game Pass for a Game Pass bag. You're going to see that a lot more where... You're not paying to have something put on Game Pass. You're paying just to have it on your platform. And, and I think that is probably what's going on here. Microsoft is going to have to either pay a substantial amount of more money than what Sony's paying because their install base is smaller and the people that buy those games aren't necessarily on the Xbox ecosystem. Or you're going to have to let it go and let PlayStation have it. Yeah, um, practices like that are why certain businesses just go out of business. Um, and I think Say they names, uh, yeah, if Square Enix is practicing like that, they should just go out of business. If PlayStation ain't gonna buy them, you know, uh, maybe Nintendo can buy them, somebody like that, but they need to go out of business if you're practicing, if you're relying on it, you're pretty much you're it's anti competitive, it's anti consumer as, as well, what they're doing. I'm assuming, let's say if I'm not putting the blame on PlayStation, right? If you're going to say, oh, PlayStation offered us a, a better deal. If PlayStation offered you a better deal, it's because Xbox didn't offer you a deal at all. You're making a, a, a regular video game. You're making a multi-platform game. And you are pretty much choosing. I bet the game doesn't cost money to be. PlayStation doesn't have to play, uh, pay for the game to exist on PlayStation. They probably have to pay for it to be an, an exclusive. They probably have to, uh, you know, pay for the marketing rights. Um, but at that time, when you're paying for marketing rights, you're just like, are you actually buying marketing rights? Or are you just buying the ability to to market the game, to advertise? You're covering the, the marketing costs. Um, I think the whole bidding world, I feel like Xbox probably never really had an option or knew that there was a, a bid for this game. They, I think PlayStation says, you know, we'll make this exclusive and then and the Square Enix took whatever offer PlayStation give them. They didn't give Xbox an option. And Square Enix is, like I said, one of the worst publishers of, of a rare kind. And their practices, it should get them out of business. What's, what needs to happen is that, um, for every game that isn't a Final Fantasy game, for Square Enix need to flop, and which will they will. And these games that aren't Final Fantasy and they are exclusive to PlayStation or they are exclusive to like only PlayStation and Nintendo or whatever, they need to flop because those games flop. They're then they're pretty much just saying, you know what, you know that will either fix them to just make regular games, or at, at, at this point. Close down or or hopefully PlayStation, PlayStation buys you for the cheap. I stopped messing. A lot of people think I stopped messing with Square Enix because they don't make Xbox uh, games. I stopped messing with Square Enix because they sold the only part of their publishing that I actually consistently enjoyed. 
I enjoyed the stuff that Crystal Dynamics did, enjoyed the stuff that uh, Adios Montreal did, and I enjoyed their IPs. They got rid of not only just the studios, but they got rid of their IPs. So it's like, okay, I have no use. I'm no, I'm no longer a customer to Square Enix. And now they're 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 focusing on you know their their Japanese division to provide all the games and all that other stuff. And they're get growing closer and closer with PlayStation, and they're not putting out games on Xbox. It doesn't really help me. I don't want your your C-tiered games on Xbox. You know what I mean? So Final Fantasy isn't a a, a deterrent for Xbox users. The, the Final Fantasy that they're making looks like a regular platinum game. It's gra- graphically, it looks good, and it has a bunch of uh, uh, sparks and numbers and particles on screen. That's all. It doesn't look like a, oh, this is a unapproachable Japanese game. It looks like a regular action game. You know what I mean? That's all it looks like. Like something anything Capcom can make. So what you're saying is like you feel like to your opinion, what made Square Enix special, they no longer do. They're making games more like average like like a you know, Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. I, I can feel you on that. I, I do feel like a lot of the special things that they did, they still do, but it's not their bigger titles. Like Triangle strategy, mm-hmm. bravery default. I'm pretty sure that's it. You know, I, I'm a fan of turn-based combat. Yeah. And I look at something like Final Fantasy 16. I get very nervous because I'm seeing similar trends that I saw in Final Fantasy 15, where it seems like the game is being revolved around more on the summons and not the world and the actual individual characters. Now, obviously, they got like some some kind of like Naruto thing going where they have the summons in them. Like, I can't remember the actual name for them, but uh, in Final Fantasy 16, like, there's people in the world that have these summons in their bodies, and they fight with them as part of them. And they they kind of did something like that in, in 13, where you could actually combine yourself with your summon mm-hmm. in, in, a way, in a weird way. So I feel you on that. I do think this is something that they need to, to pursue more, because here's the thing, like, just because like you don't necessarily like this type of genre, there's a lot of people that do, mm-hmm. and that's why you know jump into it a little bit more. It's been highly rumored for a while now, and I've been told that you know Persona Six is going to be an exclusive to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. To me, smooth. How can you realistically build a fan base on an ecosystem when they don't get the games? How can you build a fan base when that fan base doesn't feel comfortable owning the system for that type of game? When you're not getting the bigger titles such as Final Fantasy and and up till now Dragon Quest, which Mm -hmm. it's up in the air if we get the next Dragon Quest. But it's you don't get these games. So where do you think the fans of these games are going to go? PlayStation off mm-hmm. the default. Yeah. Now, sure, the Final Fantasy fan base might not be a huge fan base, which is probably pretty significant. The Dragon Quest fan base might not be a huge fan base. And the Persona fan base not might be a huge fan, but when you start putting these communities together, we're talking about millions of people. Yeah. And there's a lot of these people that love Xbox and they play the Xbox ecosystem that would probably buy your console if they felt comfortable and confident that these games aren't going to skip your platform. 
Why is Mega Man Battle Network only on PlayStation? Please, someone just YouTube that video for me real quick. That game That's does that, not that little eight bit like, one. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I personally do feel like Persona Six will come to Xbox. Mm. There was a time where Persona Five was just floating in the air, no timed exclusivity, mm -hmm. but there wasn't a lot of attempt on Xbox's part. I do feel like that's changed. Yeah, I feel like Xbox is going to be more aggressive in getting these type of games on their platform. So when that timed exclusivity is up, I'm confident it's coming over to Xbox. I. But my huh? No, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. But my question to you is, do you think the best way for them to grow in this in this ecosystem and this set of fans is to have their own to, to have their own exclusives? Because that's how PlayStation's done it for years. There's a reason they went after Final Fantasy VII Remake, Rebirth. They've went after the Persona Five, the Persona Six, because these games sell well for their install base. And they bring value to your console. So, like uh, companies like Mistwalker, reach out to them. Say, yo, we would like you to consult on another studio that we're going to hire to remake Lost Odyssey from the ground up. Yeah. Until, until they have these type of games exclusive to their platform, and it's not going to be something that's overnight. But the thing is, is are we just never going to address it? And people say stuff like, addict you know these games don't so well on play on xbox so that's why they skipped them that is not an excuse yeah that is just an underlying thing that people keep saying that make the situation worse if you never try to address it it's never going to get fixed with that kind of mentality no one was buying xboxes during the xbox one generation they should have just packed up shop mm -hmm. they didn't they kept fighting you're going to have to do better in that market, and you're going to have to have stuff that's not just in Game Pass, but only on your platform to make people choose between, okay, I got uh, I got a, a PlayStation. I don't really want to mess with the PC too much. I'm going to buy an Xbox because I want to play Lost Odyssey Remake and Blue Dragon Remake. Okay. Um. Yeah, Xbox needs to. They need to. They need an internal studio, an internal Japanese studio. They need. That's what they need. You need a couple of them um, to want to start getting consistent, exclusive, um, in that market that can just cover Xbox and PC. Um, I mean, even for Game Pass, you gotta have those games. Yeah, like, and, but the thing is, they I'm, they made you no know, realist good moves in the past that improved them like. Uh, you know, they've gotten real close with Bandai Namco, who's been supportive of Xbox and, and, and Sega. Uh, Capcom is obviously supporting them with some games. There, there's some games they're willing to take a, you know, a risk with. But this is the one of the reasons why I don't believe uh, Persona 6 would be timed exclusive to anything because Xbox worked too hard to literally get but the see, whole back catalog there to have some and for them to launch into Game Pass and get the Xbox versions of like the last two Persona games, actually the last three that they released are the only ones that are enhanced to any um, degree. So um, it, it, it wouldn't make sense to like, all right, you finally get these games in your servers. They come day and date on your um on uh to game pass uh they persona has been on i think xbox 
had an Xbox presence over the last Persona two years. Persona 5's been on there for a minute at this point. Yeah. So at this point, it just like, I think, and last I checked, they didn't show no Persona 6 at this, uh, the, the PlayStation showcase. So if it'd be it, crazy if it shows up on the Xbox, and if it like that, and that's honestly just to be real with you, See, that's what I expect. I don't here, expect here. it to be exclusive, but I do expect it to show up because so they can break the mold. Like, all right, this is no longer a niche exclusive. This is going to be something Question. that we get consistently. If it, if it shows up at the showcase, mm-hmm. is it going to have that Game Pass marker on it? Uh, yes, that would be big. That would mm-hmm. be huge if they can get. Look, I still believe that some games you go for that exclusivity. You go for that double punch. You knock PlayStation the hell out. Uh, but obviously, that's not realistic yeah. to a lot of scenarios. You know, it's probably easier to go to these companies like, you know, we're not going to pay for a Times exclusivity or full-blown exclusivity. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you this big-ass bag. Just make sure it's on our service day one. Because in a lot of ways, it hits the same way. But to me, there's no better value to a platform than it's only on our shit. Yeah, I think because Xbox is in a position, they're in a better position than uh, than they think they are because that that is more profitable for developers. Reason why you don't go the exclusive route, right? Because it's, it's going to be more expensive. It's going to be more expensive to be an exclusive and and in Game Pass. So you know what I mean. And it's hard to make a game Xbox exclusive they'll, they'll and then not be in Game Pass. Them. They'll pretty much have to pay them what the company projects the, the game to sell. Yeah. Game to make. Yeah. And at that point, it's not worth it. So the thing is, what you do is you. you, you so I don't think you do it with everything, but there are it. certain games like maybe Persona 6, where mm-hmm. I personally feel like PlayStation secured that a long time ago, probably mm-hmm. when Persona 5 was concluded in development. That's why I do think it is going to be a PlayStation exclusive. I hope I'm wrong. Gee, oh my God! I hope I'm wrong. How long ago you think Xbox uh, 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 got Persona? Uh, persona um, the, this, these Persona did. How long you think they achieved that to get those games ported? Let me see when Persona Five came out. I think the the, the game started to release in 2022 and 2023. 2016 so. is when Persona mm-hmm. Five, the initial one, launched because they didn't have the whole studio making Royale. So I, I feel like. 16's a long time, smooth. If they when made do you, that how deal, long ago did you think they got the to get the secure those uh games? Because you gotta think about three of them are ports. I don't think those games were initially no, ever gonna get ported. I, no, I think it's when Persona 5 finished, Sony already talked to them and secured Persona 6. But you gotta think about it, it's 2023. So you think they you talked to them in like a 10 years in advance? Yeah, especially if they're helping paying for the development process. You, think- you would talk to them during that development. Because literally, we just talked about a story where Square Enix said they reach out to them in early production. So they would have reached out to them then. Well, my thing is, in the early production of uh, Persona 6, isn't it possible that this could have been the time that Xbox has been talking to Sega and Atlas about just- getting the previous game and therefore getting them a head start to make sure that they don't lose out on their next game? I just feel like it's very unlikely that PlayStation didn't secure that in writing. Because, I mean, we're, we're seeing this, like, big push on Xbox, like, 18, 19, mm-hmm. when it comes to Sega games, like the Yakuza's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've seen some yep. of the Yakuza, the, the whole entire series, right? There's no, there's not going to be another yeah, Yakuza game that's going to be left either. I don't think yeah, they've and left. Yeah, they haven't either. made, uh, there's not going to be another one. You got to think about it. 
like a dragon. No, there's not going to be an, have just left. There's not going to be another Yakuza game exclusive to PlayStation at this rate. It, it's now and it, now it's an expectation for the for it to be on Xbox. It's not an expectation for it to be on Game Pass, but it is an expectation for it to be on um, Xbox. They've done enough marketing, enough talking, enough partnerships to make sure that all right, you know, this is something we can expect. And I feel like. Um, and this is all Sega, right? This is all Sega. And if Xbox is, you know, I, I know they're always linked and rumored to buy uh, Sega. I just don't think, I don't see a situation where Persona 6 is being exclusive to like anything. If, if, if Persona 6 is coming out in the next two years, I think, A, we would have seen it already as far as like some sort of an announcement. You're right. Um, but, but, you know what I mean? That's the only thing. If it's coming out in the next two years, um, we would have seen it already, and if it, and if it is coming out in the next few years already, uh, and we haven't seen it, I think it's a reason for that. And that's because I think we're going to see it uh, at the Xbox so showcase. <laughs> Persona Five reveal looked like it was in 2014. All right, so about uh, 2016. So two years. Hey, all right. So if it's coming out within two years, you would, one would expect that it's going to show up at minimum at a Tokyo Game Show. So I mean, we maximum. here's the, here. I don't. Even if Persona 6 is on PlayStation only, mm-hmm. it's like I said, the moment that timed exclusivity is up, I, I have every every current, every thought process that it's coming out for Xbox. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I want to point out more is like, you look at the Persona 3 remake rumored. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't heard one thing saying that's a PlayStation exclusive. So, so I do think even if 6 was snatched early in development, Microsoft has put up that gate. They're like, you're not hitting us here. You're not hitting us here. We're going to put guards on this corner, guards on that corner. We're going to put a tank here. Square Enix's gate's been blown up. Like, they can't do nothing about that one. But they're like, we understand we're going to miss Square Enix games. Mm -hmm. We got to tighten up the leash around everyone else. And I do see that. You know, besides little things like Mega Man, uh, you know, I think that is an example of Capcom looking over there at Game Pass and saying, I wonder how much money we can get from them in the future. Wouldn't be surprised if an Xbox port's already been made. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, they're trying how to much get... can you give me mm-hmm. for this Game Pass bag in six months? Yeah. They did that with, uh, I think, because remember, we uh, Xbox had Streets of Rage for, you know, day one. So, uh, like, those classic, and they also had Ninja Turtles. So there's clearly a market or a want. Uh, to do that, there's an opportunity to do that to gain a bit of an extra back because Mega Man ain't selling shit. Even though it's, it, I think it, it, they shoot themselves in the foot by doing that, um, by like you know what, we're not going to put it on Xbox. Period until they offer us a Game Pass bag because they offer Streets of Rage a Game Pass bag. They offered the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game a Game Pass bag. Um, I think uh, Persona, 3, like I said, if if, if Persona Three remake isn't you know if that's going to premiere on an xbox showcase you know what i mean like i said i, I wouldn't be surprised that if would we be like it, even it, if they just had the marketing rights yeah. and they had nothing else I, even no game pass back that would be big just to have persona 6 marketed on the xbox platform um i i think it's xbox what, what should happen if xbox want to make a splash right what they do is you reveal Persona 3 remake, and a remake is probably close sooner than later, right? And then you you hit them with that, oh yeah, but uh, you know, a little logo teaser of Persona 6, and it's coming to Xbox. So all we need to know is that it's coming to Xbox. They don't even got to promise the game passing. You don't think that would be big? 
I think Game Pass would be huge, but I don't know if that's realistic. What to get? The, you know, they what? Get what Persona Six and Game Pass? Like they? No, 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 not in Game Pass. But this is what I think it realistically can happen. Now I'm just I'm no pipe dream. I think Xbox reveals Persona Three Remake, right? I think that's revealed with Xbox, and I think like how they did with the Utican Chronicles and stuff like that. And with the original they Persona, that they the go uh, uh, a show like something, something significant, uh, a familiar character. And then it just says Persona like six. That's it. It does. You not, know what you, you think that that would that would be You nuts. know what's interesting? Yeah. I know it's Square Enix, but Kingdom Hearts is, is, is ramping up. And I would say that game is probably close to the end of its development mm-hmm. in some degree. Because you just see a lot more information about a lot more trailers. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't that at the showcase for PlayStation? I know we're mm-hmm. about to talk about that. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that I feel like should be in, uh, enough done to show some of the game, mm-hmm. and none of that was there. So, I do think that the Persona thing is definitely fair, and that could happen. You know, I hope I'm wrong. I mm-hmm. hope they announce that Persona Three comes up there. They're like, it is. It's in Game Pass day one, but we we got one more thing for you, and they show Persona Six connected straight to that, and that bitch says day one Game Pass two. You know how crazy it would be if they did that. Yeah, like, yeah there's a. I think there's there's an opportunity uh, for Xbox there. I don't think all is lost with Japanese support. There's a lot of smarter and much better Japanese publishers out there that are working with Xbox. Xbox doesn't lose out on Bandai and Namco games. I think they're the best Japanese publisher, uh, you know, next to uh, Capcom and, um, you know, and next to Sega. They they have, you know, quality, they can, they're consistent. Uh, they put out games often um, and they support the Xbox wherever they need to, whether it just needs to be releasing the game or whether it needs to be a, a, a game pass. Um, uh, a, a release, but they've shown and proven that they will release games uh, uh, for Xbox, and um, and that's why, like I said, there's 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 other options, there's better options out there for um, uh, uh, for Xbox and other deals that they can make. Um, and like I said, the Japanese market is, is, isn't that big. Sure, they got some you know good games and whatnot, but I think the way that you know publishers like square enix and 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 so off how they're acting it's just not good for business um at all i hear you and and that's why i'm um i'm completely for microsoft and the acquisitions Mm because it's like your competition has no problem sniping you know uh board pieces off Mm -hmm. you know they're going to take a couple pawns a couple nights microsoft comes in takes the whole damn board so it's like you can't negotiate with terrorists in the future because we took the whole land from you you can't cut talk to starfield and talk to bethesda and then get starfield or elder scrolls 6 because we own the bitch like yeah yeah and that's what they that's what they got uh, that's what they got to do so um so let's let's talk about you know the elephant in the room man um 35 minutes in the playstation showcase which has everybody's attention um, it was highly anticipated. Uh, people were talking a whole lot on Twitter. Uh, you know, people were trying to predict, you know, Xbox fan bases, uh, like what we're going to do after the showcase and how it's going to be. It's going to be so distressful. There were even other podcasts. I know some podcasts you're linked to, um, 
uh, freaking, uh, I think it's uh, uh, Sacred Symbols, where they were trying to explain why PlayStation would go first. It's because it's strategic to get, you know, uh, <laughs> battered Xbox fans to switch over because they got a lot of content coming. They thought it was like a strategic move, uh, which it should have been. It should have been the first sign of worry, actually. But um, PlayStation Showcase happens, Attic. You watched it, right? Look how I just want to point out how excited you're getting talking. I'm not getting excited, dude. I'm not getting excited. Um, it was the first reaction live stream that when I lost uh, monetization rights, I didn't care. <laughs> um, so the showcase happens, man. It's, 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 I think it ran like an hour and three, hour and four minutes, maybe. I could, I could, yeah, I could have easily gotten yeah. what, whatever Spider Man was. You take that off that hour, and I could have got all that life back. Like, yeah. So, your thoughts, man? Like, I, I know you, 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 you did a, you did a couple videos on it. I mean, I've been tweeting about it. Um, I did a live reaction on it, but just your, you know, your un, you know, filtered, uninterrupted thoughts on the showcase and we have to talk about it. i know this is planet xbox but we have to talk about it because last week when we did the showcase we were like we were pretty much questioning like all right you know do xbox gonna have to like show up because playstation's gonna you know pretty much light fire to them before they can even go that's what our our pretty much mindset was last week now is after the show what do you think <laughs> where does xbox stand based off what we just got I think Xbox has a lot to gain off this. I think that this is the first show that I've ever seen that I was generally, I'm generally concerned where PlayStation is at this point. And, you know, people sit there and they'll sit, they'll say, well, addict, you know, it doesn't matter what excuse you have. They, they missed last year. And obviously most likely they're not doing another showcase this year. They might from the bad backlash, but I'm willing to bet you that there wasn't going to be another showcase if this showcase would have got better received. I don't know who the hell watched this and said, yo, that's lit, send it out. If you look at this, it, you know how we should have known something was wrong, Smooth? Why? When they opened with Spider-Man. I mean, when they closed with Spider-Man. Yeah. Because it's like... But at that time, that's, it's too late to realize something was wrong. Like I realized something was wrong, like... I want to say, I want to say, fifteen minutes into the showcase, I realized something was wrong, and because uh, at the fifteen twenty minute mark, they a couple of those games that usually show up at Xbox showcase that are just like fillers start to show up, and I'm like, yo, the show's only an hour, like, what? Why are these here? But go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, so it, it's like you know the fact that they didn't open up with with Spider Man should have been a huge red flag because i'm looking at this event and i'm like there's no way that they they go they it's either they put spider-man in the middle or they end with something else or they end with spider-man and to me the moment i i knew for a fact that spider-man was ended this bitch it it was it was already done you know no factions no what, what was it castlevania no metal gear was already shown <laughs> no silent hill no persona six what didn't they make like a bingo card and nothing on the bingo card was right yeah like bloodborne it's like, 2. They, they spent more time 
on showing hardware than showing Haven's game they start they opened up with. Mm-hmm. And w- what is that? What's with that? They showed Haven's game with no gameplay, really. Like mm-hmm. the only thing you know is it's like it's like a high simulator or some shit like yeah. that. Like why even show it? Yeah, and then apparently that Phantom Blade game started development last year. So that most so that was likely, a vertical slice. Then if that anything. was a vertical slice. Yeah. So we're not seeing that. Shit. No wonder, because I was about to say those camel cuts are impossible in, in game. You can, you're not you're not going to be able to. I was like, yeah, it looks good, but those cut. It, like, it doesn't make. I didn't look like something I could play. I was like, it looked like a super zoomed in Sekiro. But go ahead, I'm sorry. You know what's funny is I was thinking just now. I was like, we should got Jack moving here for this. Probably because it's like one of those things where we get like a, a you know prominent playstation dude mm-hmm. and, and you know we bounce off of him but it's just like this is the first time if you look at the iop before this the show me and cog was pushing back on king so much king's like it's gonna be lukewarm it's gonna be trash he's like they're gonna show you spider-man and that's all if you would have sat there and you went back and you said Attic is King Right, I said, hell no. Mm-hmm. How the hell was King Right? I feel like he got an insider. Someone's telling this man something. Because there's, in my mind, you skip a year and a half, mm-hmm. there's no way you don't have something fired to, to get our attention with. Right. How do you go in with the showcase when you could have renamed that bitch a State of Play Plus Plus? Like that—that's essentially what this was. It was the showcase without the show. It was yeah. just the case. It's—it's it's disappointing, man. And you know they—they've did a good job on giving like they, you—you you know how like in those those medieval medieval shows and movies where they had like you know the, keep the castle door shut. Yeah, they go invade us. They let that bitch open and they went on vacation. Like like Microsoft. Literally can see the castle open. They just gotta walk through it. Like there's no way in hell Microsoft doesn't deliver over whatever the hell that was. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd be very surprised. Now now there was a time, once upon a time, Xbox did, you know, fell at a showcase the year place. It was like I think the first I think what year? It was a year that PlayStation didn't have nothing. And the Xbox was like the only one. I think that was 2019 or 20. Was it 2018 or 2018? Where it was like, yo, like. And yeah, probably 18. Where we were disappointed. Like, very no, it disappointed. Was and they were like, PlayStation 1, and they didn't even have a show. Right? Remember that joke? Which, which is, is ridiculous. Yeah. How do you win and you don't show up? Yeah. Like, so I think, yeah, I, I this is very, very easy to beat. Very easy to beat. Um, Microsoft would have to go out of their way. Yeah, they really have to go out the way to like show. to have a, 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 a show. And the thing is, it, it, hold on, real quick, real yep. quick. We know Hellblade's going to be there, and Avowed's going to be there, and Starfield's going to have it, a presence. And we, and we know four, so we I know four games. All those together. Yeah, I consider all those together. Yeah. Like even the Starfield thing. Mm-hmm. As long as Avowed, Hellblade have a good showing at that conference, and Starfield has a good showing at its thing right after that, that's enough to beat that thing that we just saw yeah it, it, it's it's more than enough to be the game because the thing is all right they, they can literally win smooth off of the shit we already know as long as it comes out looks good like, yeah we, we actually don't need surprises for them to win 
in the in, in the chance the, uh, the Xbox literally even when they have on their mid shows, there's usually a surprise, right? Um, so I'm gonna say this: the PlayStation Showcase was absolute dog shit. It was absolute dog shit. It was garbage to the worst degree. You should be offended. People should be offended that they you know did this. It's like this is one of those showcases like where if I'm a fanboy and I'm hyping it up and that's what I got. Like I'm disappointed. Like I'm apologizing. You see- to all See, the we got J-Dub to react to it with. And you know yeah. what's funny? I thought that was going to blow up in King's face. I thought, oh, we're going to get J-Dub in here. The show's going to be lit. Mm-hmm. And they're going after J-Dub, man. They go, I mean, they're going after King. About midway through, you could look. J-Dub's like, did I really come in here for yeah. this? Like, it, like, you could tell he wasn't trying to speak a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, it, it, it was dog shit. And I, and I, once I knew, I realized it was going to be garbage. Um, when, like I said, they started showing the game, all the games that start looking like Abzu and all these, I was like, all right, a lot of these games aren't big. I was like, the first game was the Haven game and what they are doing with PlayStation, what Digital Foundry just, you know, praised PlayStation for is like, you know, showing off like, you know, gameplay and being honest and stuff like that. The Haven thing was like, okay, they showed you full CGI. You can't be excited for it. You can't. All the CGI told us is that it's going to be a heist game. And, and the first thing I said, I was like, okay, they're going to have a first-party heist game. Xbox already has something to compete with that, assuming it comes out fairly soon, and that would be contraband, right? So, great. And they both, we both, that's the only thing we know about those two games. They're both heist-type games, and they both have been showed via CGI. CGI is the first, worst thing they use for new IPs. CGI should be used exclusively for existing IPs and sequels. So, there's that. So then they, uh, you know, they show off. Um, I honestly don't remember most of the games. I know uh, Bungie showed up. It's like you pretty much remember what they opened with because yep. it was a PlayStation game. You remember the Phantom Blade game because that looked pretty good. Yeah, Phantom Blade. Phantom um, Blade. Which I, I you said that's the game too. Is Phantom Blade the game that's only a year in development? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, and, and then you look at Remedy. Uh, Remedy's Alan Wake Two. I remember that. Yep. And, and then Spider Man. That's like the only thing I oh, remember. Oh no, I remember one thing: Crossfire for PlayStation VR two. The oh, game they, they canceled the Xbox version. Yo, hold on. Let, let me give you a little story. So we're <laughs> reacting to that, and so we're we're, we're react the we're reacting to that. And J Dub and Cog, Cog's reading the chat, and people are saying, "Oh, this is Crossfire," mm-hmm. and Cog is joking with them, saying, "Stop it, guys! This isn't Crossfire." And J Dub said. Oh my God! It really, it is Crossfire, Cog. It is Crossfire. <laughs> yeah, Crossfire, and I'm like, oh wow, this this made it to your Ooh. showcase. Cross- How did PlayStation look at the reception Crossfire got and said, "We need that too"? Yeah, like, like think about how bad that is. You literally took someone's sloppy seconds that no one wanted and you used it. Yeah, like, is it Crossfire the lowest rated game on Xbox to date? <laughs> Oh, it's about to be on PlayStation. Lowest rated game. <laughs> no, nah, it'll probably it'll probably write better on PlayStation because it'll be it'll be like VR. Yeah, so they'll have more experience when it comes to that. <laughs> but it's just like how, you, at the very least, you name it something else. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why I was like Crossfire. Like really, like so. So the thing, is, then they obviously they show off the little cloud gaming thing that they got going on. We get the Metal Gear. Um, uh announcement we get the like some of these announcements were good 
but they weren't good for a PlayStation showcase. They would be good for a Jeff Keighley showcase. Like, oh, we're going to sequel to um, freaking um, Dragon's Dogma. Um, and what's the other game they put a sequel to? We were on a bike. Uh, was it, was it uh, Blade Runner? Um, Dragon's Dogma look good. Dragon Dogma looks good and stuff like that. But like I said, but they the would hit is, harder. It would have hit off if it got revealed there. But it didn't. Yeah. It, it got revealed earlier. And yeah. That's like one of our first official looks at mm-hmm. it. And that's cool. But it's just like the reason this is an issue is because of the poor mm-hmm. expectations that Sony kept with this. You know, yeah. sure, ha- in the past has play- has an Xbox messed up and Greeny messed up and, you know, promises gameplay at something. And when it happens, they don't show us much mm-hmm. gameplay. Yeah, that's happened. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, Greeny get being on my nerves. He'd be like, no, that ain't gonna be here. That ain't gonna be here. Yeah. Like, guys, reel it back. Like, we, we, what you guys are expecting, we're never gonna meet, so let's reel it back mm-hmm. a little bit. Sometimes he'll come up there and he'll say, there's nothing gonna be at the Video Game Awards and we get Perfect Dark trailer. Yeah. So, it, I definitely understand when it comes to that. We needed that energy. Before mm-hmm. the show happened, they said, look, we got a couple of our new studio showing stuff. They should have had like people like Saint Monica, Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog mm-hmm. should have made an announcement. Factions won't be at this event. Mm-hmm. They should if they would have if they would have railed people's expectations back, they wouldn't have gotten completely roasted. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't the X PlayStation showcase day. It was everyone on the internet roast PlayStation Day. Yeah. The problem with the also the showcase itself is that it, it, there was so much ex- expectation on it because they went almost two years without a showcase. So, and the immediate blowback, it's like, okay, great. When, and, I, and I definitely knew it was game over when, all right, the thing that they're going to show right before the uh, Spider-Man, which closed the show, was the GT trailer. I'm like, really? That's in your showcase. You you felt, you found time for I was the actually movie. Thinking, I was actually thinking about I thought the Xbox did that a couple years ago. Uh, it was a Kojima. Remember, there was a show where Kojima came out and mm-hmm. he introduced something, and then he said, "Now we're gonna go ahead. I'm gonna show you my friend's movie." Yeah, he did that at the remember, Game Awards. Yeah, it was the Game Awards, yeah. and Carl's like, "No, nah, man, I, I've never seen that. Like, no platform holder has came up there mm-hmm. and said that gave me mad 2013 vibes. This is about movies, TV shows. Mm-hmm. It's not about games anymore." Yeah, uh, and, and, and you know. I want to point out, and I know people aren't going to agree. You know, we said multiple times Xbox having all these issues because they had so many of these games midway through development when the pandemic started. They, I was told personally that um, that Ninja Theory lost like six months of, of progress on Hellblade. Because what is the bulk of Ninja Theory? Mocap. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing you couldn't do during the pandemic for a while? Mocap. Have that many people to do mocap. Yeah. So that was shut down. And then, uh, you know, I think what happened is PlayStation had more games on the end of the development cycle. Mm-hmm. And they still got hit with it. Mm-hmm. We had Last of Us got delayed. Return had mad issues. Horizon Forbidden West had mad issues. Like, these games clearly weren't completely done when they launched. And you had Last of Us got delayed indefinitely until they figured out what they were going to do with it. So it's just like, look, that happened, but... Xbox had a lot of games like midway through development that got delayed six months to a year. Mm-hmm. But what we didn't notice 
at that time, because PlayStation had enough games at the end of the development cycle, that their games that just went into development cycle or probably main production, they were screwed. So I think that's why you're not seeing these. I think PlayStation probably got together like six months ago. Is Naughty Dog's thing writing? No. Okay. Is St. Monica Red? No. Okay. You know, I don't know if they're working on another one besides Ragnarok. Okay. What, what, what about Ghost of Tsushima 2? What's that? Oh, that's not ready either. Okay. Well, we got to show something this year. We can't just not be there. Imagine if they... Look, you know what would have been worse? Them not doing anything this year. True. We might roast them, but at least people have that Spider-Man 2 thought process. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Imagine they just didn't have a showcase. What do you think that would have been better? You think no, I mean maybe well, they yeah. should have just skipped the they, whole thing. Yeah. I think they should have just did a state of play with, with yeah. Spider-Man yeah. and say, look, we got right now we, we have our studios hard in development. We'll see you later this year or early next year for a, mm -hmm. a showcase and showing more what our people are making. But I think PlayStation knows that right now, to me, this is a more of a reactionary thing. Mm -hmm. This is, we know a little bit of what Xbox is about to show next month, and we need something in the news now. Well, that's shooting yourself in the foot. I think we all agreed they could have just done a Spider-Man State of Play. I feel like, like I said, this was dominated by like, Square Enix games. They have this fake, uh, like Splatoon-like game. I think that's an exclusive. Um, for what reason? I don't know why. That's that game's gonna flop. It's gonna fail if it's if it remains an exclusive. But um, they're the Spider-Man showing. It's like the thing is, they're closing with a game that we pretty much know for sure was coming. So it couldn't do anything to excite us. And the thing is, I wasn't even a fan of the showing of Spider-Man. I didn't like their the the embroidered Venom suit. I wasn't a fan of how it looked. I uh, thought Spider-Man looked amazing. You thought it looked amazing. I gotta rewatch it. I thought it looked rough, um, in my opinion. Um, but the thing is, is that there's nothing they can do with Spider-Man that tells me that's gonna be like, oh my god, it's gonna be the greatest. I know what to expect. We've done played Spider-Man 2018. We've done played Miles so Morales. So there's nothing's going to change from so, that. So at best, it can only look be better by a tad. Yeah, what what I saw it definitely looked look more Spider-Man 18. I feel like there's probably gonna be a little bit more set pieces in this. Yeah, that was a crazy set piece they had in, in that in that trailer or oh, well, that gameplay segment. I think at the end of the day, Smooth, this just shows that it's like PlayStation, regardless if it was COVID, regardless if they did mm -hmm. this because of what Xbox is doing, because all we were doing is assuming at this point. Yeah. All They have done one thing, and we, we can all agree, I'm pretty sure. They've set the bar so low that Microsoft don't even got to bend down. Now, like they could just step wide I over. Talk to you about in regards to showcase, because one, one of the immediate blowbacks to the showcase was that PlayStation was holding back. What are they holding back for at this time? They already got the CMA to block the deal. So what is there to hold back? Why do they need, if, if, if PlayStation wanted to hold back and look weak into the eyes of the worldwide regulators, is a, a showcase isn't gonna change that. Them withholding PlayStation stock. Yeah, I, it, I feel like that's that. Maybe they yeah. had stuff that they, they're holding close to the chest for other reasons. But I don't think they held anything back. Uh, yeah. 
I think the stuff here, unless they're talking about the held stuff back because of time restraints, not being able to get stuff ready for the show. Yeah. That's more of a possibility than them holding. They haven't been here for a year and a half. They've pretty much essentially did all they can when it comes to blocking this deal with Activision. What is there to hold back? You mean to tell me you're going to wait a year and a half and you're going to come back with holded back material? Yeah. Yeah. Doubtful. And then then we get information on The Last of Us that that's been drastically reduced on factions. No, it's not they're holding back. Their studios are having meltdowns right now. Now, this is also, remember two weeks ago, uh, they had can't didn't they shut down a studio and then the one of the studios that they heavily invested in that looked for deviation games their project has been scaled and is on rumored to be uh canceled um a lot of their they're attacking a lot of service-based games right now um and things aren't going pretty at PlayStation. a lot of stuff that's been happening at playstation when back in 20 remember we we're getting reports of the initiative reports at uh playground and reports at uh um, you know, Undead Labs and all this other stuff and everything, every all Xbox bad management, development, hell, all their stuff is going through development, hell. And it's like, yo, now some of the same exact stuff is going on with these PlayStation studios. And even to the point it's impacting Naughty Dog, the great Naughty Dog, who who's being advised by Bungie. Like, there's one thing I don't like about that. Like, I'm not saying that Bungie don't know what they're doing. But I'm saying if you look at you look at Destiny, mm-hmm. you know, it's got had its up and downs. Bungie's not a hundred percent guaranteed on what they do and what they consult on. I think the game that no I think they probably looked at Naughty Dog, they looked at the game like, okay, the game's fun. Mm-hmm. And you might keep people in there, but they don't want just BG, uh, you know, Jack Move, Gamer twenty three coming back. They want then three plus another fifty. And I think their mindset's like, do we want to be a Halo Infinite where we have a solid foundation for a game, mm-hmm. but we don't have a good roadmap and you're going to end up losing the momentum? That's fair. That's fair. That's, uh, that's, um, I don't know, man. That's, they're, they're in a tight spot and it's cool. I think, I, I don't, I think it's interesting for the simple fact that um, these were all been like familiar things that um, that uh, Xbox has been through, and it's been well documented, well memed, and videos is done. And I think right now at this very moment, and I know it's, I know it's three years into the console sales cycle and stuff like that, but PlayStation is putting Xbox in the position to kind of because it, it's crazy if what you said is true. Like, hey. PlayStation is now feeling the effects of the COVID. Xbox got is just getting over the effects of the COVID. It, it would make sense, <laughs> It would make sense because if you look at something like this, like one thing is is interesting. Even if it is the COVID effect, they've had no problem doing you know vertical slices in the mm-hmm. past. Yeah. So it's like, why didn't you do that? Like, yeah. Why didn't you just have a, a you know a a P and G? Because you did that with God of War Ragnarok. You announced that in like, what, three years ago? And mm-hmm. it came out two years after that? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, is there a bigger issue here? Like, is there games so... And then we we don't know how much of a shift they've done for games as a service. Yeah. Has some of these studios been helping the games as a service studios and it's been impacting their own game? Because to me, if you have no problem in the past coming out there and announcing games three, four, five years in advance... Why didn't you do that here? Yeah. 
unless they got so much backlash back then that they kind of changed things up. And then it might be, look, this you're seeing the Jim Ryan era of PlayStation. Yeah. You know, the Sean Layton thing, he probably got a lot of credit for what Sean Layton did. Because when you set up these type of deals and set up these type of games and, you know, green light these games, it's years of preparation. We could have been seeing a lot of the PlayStation 4 success mm-hmm. and Sean Layton's success carry over to the PS5. And now you're starting to see Jim Ryan's leadership and what he's been doing the past couple of years. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it looks like he is pushing towards a games as a service PlayStation era. Which, if. Well, that's exact. <laughs> that's crazy. He's doing the one thing that the PlayStation the, fan yeah, don't, don't want. want. That, that, that's not what they want. They and want the. How bad do you think it's going to be if a couple of these are mass successful? Like maybe not Fortnite level, but like Apex Legends yeah. level where they make a lot of money. And, and, and to me, if you start making money on stuff like that, I'm very curious that they don't chase the carrot on the stick. Okay, you know, God of War makes us X amount of money. They do good. But this made us what God of War made every quarter for the past year. <laughs> so we want to we want to chase the carrot on a stick to the left, and we want to ca- take some of these people that are working on God of War and have them work on X game is a service over here x is game service over there i'm not saying playstation would ever get in that direction but it's hard to pass up that that games as a service successful type of money yeah. look at look at elden ring a lot of the fans that love those type of games are very concerned that since they've had their first taste of mad commercial success because there's a difference between making really good money and make that oh shit money <laughs> that could change the way that the executives in your company are running. Yeah. Oh, we just got a big ass fat sh- bonus check. What can we do to ri- to to mimic that and get that again? Yeah. Yeah. You you're right. You're right. So I mean, PlayStation. Like, what, what happens? That pretty much changed the, the pretty much the output of what PlayStation can do. Um, and it can get worse if those games are successful. Yeah, and it, and it can get worse because my thing is if if one too many. If one or two of them are successful, then it's like, okay, well, we can we can try to make, you know, five or six of them, right? And that five or six, it becomes, all right, so whereas instead of getting like a, another Ghost or Last of Us or whatever, it's, it's, or it's a new another, IP. A new You'll IP. probably still get the God of Wars, the Ghost yeah. of Tsushima's, yeah. but I'm very worried on the future of PlayStation when it comes to investing in new IPs, investing in the small double-A titles, you know, just taking more chances when they're like, look, why, we don't need to take chances. We got mm-hmm. we got Ghost of Tsushima live service over here making making a billion dollars a year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I just got a text message. My bad. Um, I think in that case for Xbox, this is uh, they're in an interesting position, right? Um. The Xbox has already, you know, responded to PlayStation's showcase. They've uh, they've <laughs> shared a tweet that featured all of the games that were announced at PlayStation that are coming to Xbox, and all the biggest games not named Spider Man are coming to Xbox. That was from that showcase, so that was very. It was a very uh, an appreciated move by Xbox because everybody, you know, you know, Xbox gets, you know, criticized for being kumbaya with PlayStation. And even after the shade, you know, the Phil Spencer reached Xbox out to PlayStation, like, 
hey, you know, you know, a good show, da 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 da. You know what I mean? And then you, you know they were secretly popping yeah, bottles over there. They like, like yeah, even we the got Xbox, this. The Xbox Twitter cat was like, "Yo, that showcase was nice, but all these games are on our shit too." Yeah, they we got yeah yeah. And the thing is, they pretty much all right. So these are the show the games that I showed up on our showcase. Right. So I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna one up you right. The Xbox Game Showcase. Obviously, their exclusive is going to be a big deal to us because I think they're exclusive. Their games are going to show up very well. The ones that we're waiting for, I think they're going to show up well. We know Hellblade is going to be there. We know Avowed is going to be there. Um, Starfield's going to have his own showcase. Forza is going to be there. It's already been confirmed. So anything outside of that is going to be a surprise. They're going to show up well. Xbox over the past couple of years has been careful with their third-party showings, and they've showed a lot of great third-party games. And usually, with the third-party games that they do show, they're usually coming to Game Pass. So, I I on the strong belief that the better game that they will even show the better third party games. So I think overall Xbox will have the better uh, they're going to have the better showcase regardless, but they're also going to have the better first party game showing and a better third party game showing. Shortly after the showcase uh, for PlayStation, uh, Aaron Greenberg and the Xbox team tweeted out that uh, they're uh, taking their showcase to movie theaters. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be in LA too. And, so. and you're gonna be in LA um for that. So I'm definitely looking for that. So there's showcase, you gotta uh you gotta get the tickets. Tickets are free. Um they're gonna be in theaters. That's about, I don't recall Xbox ever doing the, the showcase at the they've theaters. They've done it before, they, not, done, to this degree, not to this degree. Not PlayStation has done the theaters to this degree multiple times. Um, Most of the time Xbox when they they'll they'll rent out a couple theaters. Yeah during e3 time and let you see the showcase there yeah like it was in like multiple cities and stuff like give me a quick second go ahead yeah so it's just like when it comes to this i, I think xbox they get they they definitely got you know what smooth's supposed to put on there they got a layup are they gonna lay up depends on what the quality of the games are depends on what we see depends on how they look you could have the greatest show but if you don't have the correct way of showing the games it's going to be irrelevant i think that you know hellblade's probably going to look good i think Avowed is going to look good. You know, Starfield comes after that. Hopefully that will look pretty good. We got, you know, mystery stuff like Fable. Fable might show up there. I'm kind of curious if Fable shows up anyway. You know, if they if they see this type of event, part of me feels like Fable's not needed. But I think, I think, I don't want Microsoft to just do what's safe. I want them to go for the jugular. I want them to for once make me feel like they want to compete. I want them to show the fable. I want them to show the perfect dark. Now, obviously a lot of these games isn't realistic. We're probably not going to see fable or perfect dark. We might see fable perfect darts. Most likely not going to be there, but I do think Microsoft's got a chance, man. I yeah. think they got a really good chance. And it's like I said, smooth. I don't want them to just do enough to beat PlayStation. I want them to go over there and PlayStation standing up and they just sit there for a solid 10 minutes, just punch them over and over again. It's like, it's like your fan base and you've been beating my ass for all these years. <laughs> like, this is the perfect time. I've never seen a better time for Xbox to not only show up, but to be like, we take him back these streets. Yeah. Now, obviously they're going to need more than a showcase. Mm-hmm. Starf is going to have to come out. It's going to have to write well. Avowed's gonna have to come, it's gonna have to write well. The stuff they show is gonna actually have to be good. Redfall did a huge hit on the brand, and they gotta sto- start showing consistency and the games that come out and that high quality over and over again. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I think you not only want to beat PlayStation, but you want to do something I that you know Sacred Symbol said. Uh still the battered hurt PlayStation fan uh fans who are now hurt because the thing is from that showcase, the only thing I learned is that Spider-Man is coming out in the fall, which they didn't give us a particular date for. It's coming out in the fall, which um fine. I think other than that, there was no other games at the showcase where I was like, all right, this is definitive and they got dates. And I, there's nothing from that showcase out. And I'm not a, the biggest Metal Gear fan that I, I that I said, hey, I'm buying this game day one. There's nothing in that showcase outside of Spider-Man. Spider-Man is obviously the go to. But like, but there's nothing else in that showcase. Like, you know, I'm not a fan of Final Fantasy. You know how I feel about Square Enix. I'm not buying that game. I'm not playing that shitty game. Um, where they showed Final Fantasy 16, to be honest yeah. with you. We saw a whole state of play dedicated to that. Yeah, day. and they, they, they had they, next month. they bothered showing Street Fighter, and that game comes out next week. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, they kind of makes me think that they threw that show together last minute. Yeah, like it really does. Like, obviously, last minute is probably a couple months, but it's just like maybe they they decide they maybe they weren't going to do anything to the last minute. Mm-hmm. And when they decide they're going to do something, wasn't enough time for their internal studios to realistically give something that would actually be shown at this event. Correct. I think um, so. Xbox obviously has to come big with their the, the games that we're going to see. They're, they're I think they're going to have three or four pillars, right? Their pillars are all right. S- S- Starfield, which is their next major release. Um, Forza is either coming before or after uh, Starfield. Um, and then, you know, Hellblade 2, which we're all just believe it's going to be there and, you know, Avowed, which we think is sometime early next year to the point where they can actually put like a date or a date window, uh, with the trailer, right? That's four pillars. That's got to hold uh, the showcase together. And, um, in those four pillow, uh, pillars have to all be coming soon. It ought to look good. So, I you know if Hellblade's there, not only is the gameplay we're not going, we can't have those you know gameplay where she's just running and talking or yeah, walking. It's got to show legit. It's got to show combat. That they got to solve the one question that we all have. To you know what's crazy, smooth? Yeah. They could, as bad as that PlayStation show was, they they can completely drop the ball with a vowed Hellblade. And as long as Starfield looks good, people will be like, at least I get to play Starfield. Yeah. Like, but it's sad that that's how bad things are right now. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you would ask me a week ago, I would have said there's 0% chance that show that showcase wouldn't have done nothing. Like, I, I was convinced they were about to come out there and they were, they were about to knock out Xbox and yeah. win before the win actually happened. Yeah. But I feel like they just started at a fire and, you know, when when's going to come from the fire? So... <laughs> No, uh, so Hellblade gameplay, impressive combat gameplay with comfort confirming that it's coming out this year. Uh, once if it comes out the early next year, like February, I, I guess, uh, you know, I think that would take that would take a little wind out of the cell, but as long as they saw an early date next year and they felt confident in the stuff they showed at this event, people yeah. would get still hyped. Yeah, yeah, if it comes out next year, it's fine, um, fine, but I think. We'll we'll see we'll see, but um, Hellblade um, Hellblade um two like it shows well we get a release date and it's enough to be like all right you know this is the Xbox got something avowed also they it shows up even if we don't get a date we get a window 
but we see gameplay and it looks great. You know, Forza already knows it's going to look great and we know it's going to come out sometime in October. Starfield's got to do what it's got to do. It's got to be that classic presentation. Town, however, what Starfield has to be, it can't, it has to be that classic Bethesda presentation where all the Bethesda fans have to be and then Elder Scrolls fans and Fall fans have to be um, impressed. And, um, and if that happens, uh, we're good. And then all the other games that they announce, you know, uh, do well. And then the surprises, if the surprises hit with the with with a bang where we're like, there's a true like surprise. So right now, I feel like I had no surprise or shock value from the PlayStation Showcase from anything. Parties, Xbox don't need a surprise. <laughs> but the thing is, but if they still manage to do that, I think like the conversation changes. The conversation uh uh, changes and it, it, it's gonna it's going to be good uh, for Xbox. They have to capitalize. They have to have a good showcase. I have no doubt they'll beat whatever PlayStation is done. But my thing is, are they gonna go over and beyond just beating PlayStation? Will they, you know, just have a, a great showcase and make people want to buy into Xbox or buy into Xbox Game Pass? So. I feel you. They, they definitely need like that's why I said like I don't want them just to come up there and do the the bare minimum they feel is necessary to, you know, one up PlayStation here. I want to come here with the knockout punches. Mm -hmm. I want to come here at the juggler. I want them to, I want to feel like Xbox is in this to compete. Like they're not going to hold stuff. I don't want none of that stuff. I want no articles afterwards saying Xbox held stuff back. I want them to come in there with the intent to kill. I want them to come in there and make sure that by the end of that showcase, people know for a fact that Xbox is taking this gaming thing seriously and they're going to do what they have to do to win. That's what I personally want. Are we going to get that? It's up in the air. You know, we've seen in the past, Microsoft has dropped the ball when it comes to showcases. I, I do feel a little different energy this time. I do feel like they, they are taking this a little bit serious now. The fact that Xbox came out was being a little messy too is a pretty good sign for me because it feels like it feels like a little confidence there. It's just like we 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 need to see more from Xbox, and I, I feel like we will. You know, I hope I'm not. I hope I'm I'm right. I do, but at the end of the day, we we don't know what's gonna happen, and I think it's just one of those things where it's like they're either gonna show up and do what they're supposed to, or they're not gonna show up. Which side but, are you leaning on? I, th- I think they're going to show up. I do. Okay. You know, I'm kind of curious if they're going to have any shock value in mm. that conference. You know, it, it, to me, it's like, what, an hour and a half? Yep. And then the Starfield showcase is 30 minutes. Now, next week, we're going to do our our Xbox prediction show. I think that's the... We'll probably record that on the 2nd. Does that mm-hmm. sound fine to you? Next Friday? Yeah. Yep. We can Try to get it up on Friday so people have the whole weekend to listen to it on uh, Patreon? Yeah. So, you know, might try to get someone in there with us. I don't know. I- I'll reach out to some people. I-, I think I'm just curious if taking the time they need to properly show Avowed, Hellblade, if they do that correctly, and show, like, you know, obviously there's going to be indies here to some degree. If there's going to be enough time to captivate people with like third party stuff yeah yeah um hey the balls in their court i feel like you know the failure of the places showcases have given xbox huge momentum um all the momentum 
They put him in the driver's seat. All Xbox has to do is execute. Let's just hope to God they don't wreck. Uh, man, I, my thing is, I didn't think it was possible for PlayStation to wreck. They got a, at, right now, PlayStation has a decent amount of studios. They're like neck and neck in, in dev count, right? Act that until the Activision deal closed and Xbox will be up. I think again. the problem is a lot of the PlayStation devs that they've been buying, mm-hmm. they're not making the games that we that we personally want from yeah. them. They're making games as a service. Mm-hmm. Some of them are support studios. They yeah. bought Nixes to make PC ports. Yeah. Like Microsoft generally is buying studios that could create value to their brand it, the way we would want it. Now, obviously, Dixus gives games to PC. You mm-hmm. know, some of these games as a service might take off, but I would say that a core of the community that we're in, mm-hmm. they don't care about none of these games. So it does look like they're buying studios, but at the end of the day, these studios going to make the games that we want. Yeah. And the crazy thing is about Xbox is like, reason why it leaves a lot of room for hope and stuff like that is like there's there's a handful of studios from their previous acquisition spree that hasn't shown anything yet and then there's a handful of studios from the the zenimax deal that haven't shown anything yet so machine games still haven't formally shown anything id software indiana jones might be there yeah it's like they still have there's they still got a lot of studios that haven't formally shown or announced anything that are actually pretty due for something. Um, and so that's where it, there, you have that factor of like, yo, there's there's potential to be a you know a surprise, you know, and and, we, and we'll talk about it, of course, on the next week's show when we're trying to, you know, formulate our predictions of what's going to happen. Um, but we know you know, uh, like even with like the four pillars that are there that, that are confirmed to be there, or at least have like some sort of you know presence, I think they're going to show big. Um, and hey, who knows, man? But uh, as far as there was one more thing I wanted to to bring up, uh, I think Idol Sloth, or am I saying his name right? He had tweeted out. Uh, there's a YouTuber, I think. From you know a different country, he speaks a different language. Um, he posted that he got an information that Xbox has two surprises that are going to put our jaws on the ground. Yeah, we, we were told that about PlayStation. The only yeah. thing I'm going to say about that is, you know, we, we could take that information and we can put it in the the equation, but don't let that be the equation. Don't let mm-hmm. that hype you guys up. You know. Take that with a big ass grain of salt that at any time could be dismissed like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to take a lot of this stuff, but the thing is, so far, nothing realistically. I don't think anything realistically for Xbox is leaked. You know what I mean? The most noteworthy thing of PlayStation that leaked or people got right was the Metal Gear thing. Um. That was a third party thing. It wasn't theirs. Yeah, and it was in the third party. People were wondering if it was going to be exclusive, and it's not even even a timed exclusive. Were we talking about will it be timed exclusive? It was not even a timed exclusive. Oh, look! Look what I got just just got in the mail. Hold the line. I need a King David hold the line shirt. I need one. I need one. I need one. That that's actually hold the line. I want to wear that for the uh, the showcase. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have soft send you one. Oh man, wow. Um, yeah, man, but we're at pretty much the a telling of the show. Um, guys, uh, we thank you guys for you know watching us another episode in episode two playing Xbox podcast. Uh, 
you can please submit your questions on Patreon. I don't know how BG is going to do it, so I don't know if you do it on in a, maybe in the comment section under the post. Um, I, I think he just, you know, he's on vacation and stuff. So, you know, forgive uh, the podcast for not posting mm-hmm. anything for questions, but this is a new thing. You know, this is the first kind of like step when it comes to putting stuff on the Weapon World Patreon, especially BG's channel. Uh, so we'll, we'll get it right. We'll definitely, you know, I, I saw all the input in the in the comment section. You know, there's yeah, a lot of good input. The one thing I want to really briefly talk about is like adding anyone to the panel. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons that like previous stuff didn't work out. Like when you keep adding people or, you know, even just a third person, we have to rotate around a third person mm-hmm. schedule. I think it's easier just to invite a third guest on when we feel like we need a third opinion on mm-hmm. something than it is to rotate our life around a third person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so the pan, and I, I made a comment about potentially, at, I, again, we got to see what happens, but it is it is true when the more people you bring in, the the difficult it brings, because everybody got to work around the same schedule. We all got to, you know. Plus, for the most part, we want to keep this like an hour, hour and a half. Hour you had a third person, that's a two hour show yeah. every week, guaranteed. Yo, each person is worth at least uh 30 minutes of... and that's if we don't find someone that's as dominant as we are talking yeah it might be longer than that you know cognito and and and, and maddie mm-hmm. somehow go for like three and a half hours because they're very dominant conversation say uh conversators so, yeah. i don't know but you get what i'm saying yeah man um but definitely we appreciate you guys uh coming through supporting the podcast supporting weapon wheel podcast supporting the patreon and supporting uh uh my move uh the the move to bring planet xbox to uh weapon wheel network um uh, yeah you guys to showed up show. big last week. yeah like so- i want us to say you guys showed up big um i we will be doing a big show tomorrow um <laughs> i don't know if i'm supposed to say this but i'm gonna say it anyway you know we're having colin moriarty on tomorrow uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how his yeah. conversation goes with that. Uh, but, you know, definitely check that out. You know, my personal YouTube channel, check that out. I've been putting a lot more content on there. I've been growing uh, pretty decently. Mm-hmm. And follow me on Twitter, Lord Addictile P. But I'm sure a lot of the people, especially in this Patreon, uh, you know, you, some of you probably already follow me. But even though, you know, what's funny, Smooth, is I always get, like, associated with Kid Smooth thing. It's like, oh, because Kids Movie going crazy on Twitter, that means I had to go crazy on Twitter. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why people do that, but like, you know, uh, Attic is, Attic is clearly uh, uh, is more sensible to me when it comes to my opinions. Like I said, he likes uh, Square Enix. I, I absolutely hate Square Enix. Like, I, I could care less if they shut down tomorrow. But um, you guys, great. Attic, thank you again. Great show. Next week. It's gonna be lit. Let's see who we got coming in next week for this uh, prediction show. I'll let you hold hold the line uh, for that one. But other than that, guys, make sure you guys subscribe uh, to Weapon Will. Uh, go buy a Hold the Line shirt. The Hold the Line shirt. Support the Patreon. Subscribe to my channel. I'll be having content on the channel. I'm gonna go get a haircut so I can actually do some decent videos. Right. So. Yeah. Someone called me homeless, so I put on a beanie this week. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's mean. But other than that, guys, as always, Xbox is the best box. I am the best bot. Good night or good morning if you're on the other side of the globe. We are out of here. Peace.